Welcome back to American Political Paradise Podcast. All of you new, list- new listener, welcome to this new political podcast. Today, I'll be informing you about, which I'll get to you in a second, about what topic I'll be after this video, which video will be within what I'll be talking about. But just a heads up, so this is a 1 minute and 16, minute and 16 second video about what we're going to be talking about today. With politics. And right away, we're staying on top of breaking news. Former President Donald Trump indicted. And thanks for joining us. I'm Dave Wagner. And I'm Catalina Lee. We'll have more on this in a moment. But breaking news, as we mentioned, in New York in the last 30 minutes, CBS News has confirmed a New York grand jury has voted to indict former President Donald Trump. And Tampa Bay's Malik Rankin is staying on top of this for us. She joins us right now in the studio, Malik. Dave and Catalina, that's right. His legal counsel confirmed the indictment to CBS. This relates to possible campaign finance violations regarding hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels. This is the first time a president has ever been indicted on federal charges. For more than one week now, law enforcement have been preparing for violent reactions from his supporters, putting up barriers across the city and at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. We're trying to track down the former president's whereabouts as we speak. We do know he spent the last week in Mar-a-Lago, but again, we're still waiting to hear where he is right now. We'll stay on top of this story as it develops on air and online at tintampabay.com. CBS Nightly News will also have more on this coming up at 6.30, as well as right here on Nightside at 11 p.m. In studio, Malik Ray. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about how President, former President Donald Trump has been indicted, indicted, by a New York Manhattan grand jury, but through the because the Manhattan, the New York City's uh, DA Alvin Bragg was trying to prosecute, has been trying to prosecute Trump since he took office in 2022, I believe. And I'll get to more of that soon. So we're gonna go through a lot today tonight, uh, in this episode. So, Don Trump indicted by Manhattan grand jury on more than 30 counts related to business fraud, according to CNN Politics, uh, March, March 31st, yesterday, or t- today, but this, and this happened, Don Trump was just indicted on, by Manhattan grand jury from, from, by, through the, through the Manhattan DA's office, the district attorney's office, too, uh, just yesterday, which was, yesterday was March 30th, 2023. So Donald Trump faces more than, more faces, faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud in, in, in a indict, indictment from a Manhattan grand jury, according to two sources familiar with the case. The first time in, a, in American history that a current or former president has, has faced criminal charges. Trump is suspected to appear in court on Tuesday. The indictment has been fired under seal and will be announced in the coming days. The charges are not publicly known at this time. They're supposed to be reported, though. Manhattan, Manhattan District Attorney's 
District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has been investigating the former president in connection with his alleged role in a hush money payment scheme and cover-up involving adult film star, film star Stormy Daniels, or porn star. That dates to the, to, uh, dates to the 2016 presidential election. Grand jury proceedings are secret, but Soros familiar with a case towards CNN that witness gave about 30 minutes of, test, of testimony before it voted to indict Trump. Uh, let's see. Trump, the decision is, is sure to send shockwaves across the country, pushing for American political system, which has never seen one of its ex-leaders confronted with criminal charges, let alone while running for again for president in, into uncharted, uncharted waters. Trump was... Caught off guard by the grand jury's decision to indict him, according to the person who spoke directly with him. While the former president was bracing for indictment last week, he began to believe news reports that a potential indictment was weeks or more away. Quote, is this a shock today? Hell yes. The quote, unquote, the person said, I speak on condition of anonymity as Trump's team calculate its response. Brad's, Brad's office said it's, it is in touch with Trump's lawyers. Quote, this evening we contacted Mr. Trump's attorney to coordinate his surrender to Manhattan DA's office for arrangement on Supreme Court indictment, which remains, remains under seal. Unquote, the district, district attorney's office said in a statement Thursday, March 30th, 2023. Guidance will be provided when the arrangement date is selected. Joe Trump has frequently called for various investigations surrounding him a witch hunt, witch hunt, attempting to sway public opinion on them by casting himself as a victim of what he's claimed are political probes led by Democratic prosecutors. As indictment reportedly neared, Trump urged his supporters to protest his, his arrest, echoing his call to action following the 2020 election as he tried to overturn his loss to President Joe Biden. Trump has long avoided legal consequences in his personal, professional, and political lives. He has settled a number of private civil lawsuits for years and paid his way out of disputes concerning the Trump Organization, his namesake company. As president, he was twice impeached by a Democratic-led House, but avoided conviction by the Senate. In December, the Trump Organization was convicted on multiple charges of tax fraud, though Trump himself was not charged in that case. Trump's Republican allies, as well as his 2024 GOP rivals, have condemned Manhattan District Attorney's Office over the looming indictment. Quote, I think the unprecedented indictment of a former president of the United States on a campaign finance issue is an outrage. Unquote. Former Vice President Mike Pence towards CNN CNN's Wolf Bulletser in an interview just just yesterday, yes, last night. Quote, it appears to millions of Americans to be nothing more than a political prosecution that's driven by a prosecutor who literally ran for office on a pledge to indict for former president. Unquote. GOP rallies to Trump's defense. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has launched, has vowed to launch an investigation into the matter. Congressional Republicans quickly quickly rallied to Trump's defense, attacking 
Bragg on Twitter and accused him for DA of a political witch hunt. Outrageous, tweeted House Judiciary Committee Jim Jordan of Ohio, one of the Republican committee chairmen who has demanded Bragg testify before Congress about the Trump organization, Trump investigation. Senator Ted Cruz, a Texas Republican, called the indictment, quote, completely unprecedented, and said it is a, quote, a catastrophic escalation in the weaponization of the justice system. But at least one moderate Republican told Cena he trusted the legal system. Quote, I believe in rule of law. I think we have rules, checks, and balances, and I trust the system, said Republican Don Bacon of Nebraska. And the investigation began, un, began originally under side fence. Brad's office had, had signaled as recently as early March that they were close to bringing charges against Trump after they invited the ex-president to testify before the grand jury probing for hush money scheme. Potential defen- defendants in New York are required by law to be notified and invited to appear before a grand jury weigh- weighing charges, but Trump ultimately declined to appear before the panel. The long-running investigation first began under, under Brad's predecessor, Cy Fance, when Trump was in office. It relates to a, a 130000 payment made by then made by Trump's then personal attorney Michael Cohen to Daniels in late October 2016, days before the 2016 presidential election, to silence her from going public about alleged affair with Trump a decade earlier. Trump has denied the affair. At issue is in the investigation is a payment made to Daniels and the Trump organization re- organization's reimbursement to Cohen. According to court filings in Cohen's own federal prosecution, Trump organization executives authorized payments to him totaling totaling $420,000 to cover his original $130,000 payment, payment in tax liabilities and rewarded him, rewarded him with a bonus. The Trump organization noted reimbursements as legal expense in its internal, internal books. Trump has denied knowledge of payment. So, in a, in a Vox uh, VOX article saying answering your biggest questions about called your biggest questions about Trump's indictment answered. Let's see. It's a, the article says for a spokesperson for for DA's office in a statement Thursday, March thirtieth, that Trump's attorney has had been contacted to request that he surrender to the office for arrangement, and that the office would provide further guidance once an arrangement has date has been selected had been selected. The New York T- Times reported that Trump is expected to turn himself in on Tuesday, which will be April April fourth. Yeah, April 4th. But he does not intend to accept a plea deal and will fight for charges according to his attorney. Michael Cohen, a former law lawyer for the Trump Organization and a star witness in, this ca- in the case who paid Daniels $130,000 to sit, stay silent about her relationship with Trump, suggested in a statement Thursday that he wanted to see Trump held to account. Cohen stood by his testimony and, and the evidence he provided 
to the prosecutor's office. We also urge the public to give the former person the, quote, presum presumption of innocence. Quote, I do take someone's and follow validating for added that no one is above the law, not even a former president, he said. Quote, today's indictment is not the end of this chapter, but rather just the beginning. Now that the charges have been fired, it is a better for the case to let the indictment speak for itself. It might be only the first of several indictments to drop. Trump is also facing probes and his serious business dealings, interference in the 2020 election in Georgia, withholding of classified documents after he left office, and his role in inciting the in January 6th insurrection. Who is Stormy Daniels? Stormy Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie, Stephanie Clifford, claims that she had a sexual encounter with Trump in his hotel room in Lake Toho, Toho in 2006 after meeting him at a charity golf tournament. That was after Trump married his current wife, Melania Trump, who at that point had just given birth. Trump has long denied that the counter occurred. While he has acknowledged that he reimbursed Cohen for paying off dinners to keep her quiet, he said in 2018 that that was just to prevent her from publicly making, quote, false and extortionist accusations. Daniels later said in a 60 Minutes interview that she accepted the money because she was worried about her and her daughter's safety, recounting that she was approached by a strange man who told her to, quote, leave Trump alone, unquote, after she had agreed to, to a magazine interview about the encounter. But she only went public with the story in 2018. She claimed that then that the hush money agreement was null and void because Trump never signed it. Who is Michael Cohen? Mike Cohen served as Trump's personal attorney from 2006 to 2018, when he was sentenced for two three years in federal prison and fined, fined $50,000 after pleading guilty to criminal tax evasion and campaign finance violations. He told a federal court that Trump, fearing, fearing an adverse potential impact on his 2016 campaign, directed him to pay a total of $280,000 in hush money to Daniels and former Playboy model Karen McDougall in 2016, with whom Trump alleged, also allegedly had an affair. Cohen also pleaded guilty in 2018 to, to lying to Congress about Trump, Trump organization's efforts to expand in Moscow, Moscow as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. He was disbarred as a result. Let's see. Cohen was, Cohen was briefly released from prison in 2020 due to, due to concerns over COVID-19. But he was taken back into custody where he was kept in solitary confinement 23 hours per day after allegedly refusing to sign an agreement that he would not engage with media until the end of his sentence, which concluded after the 2020 election. He sued then U.S. Attorney Bill Barr in prison officials claiming that the, his First Amendment rights were being violated because he intended to publish his memoir, Dislora, focused on Trump. A judge ordered that he serve home arrest for the rest of his sentence and found that the federal government had retaliated against Trump him. So that answers the biggest questions about Trump's indictment, or at least some of them. 
So then now, let's see what Trump said, Trump's response to his indictment in the Hushman case. Here's Trump's statement, and I'm going to read all of it. So, quote, This is political prosecution and election interference at the highest level in history. From the time I came down the golden escalator at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as the President of the United States, the radical left Democrats, the enemy of the hard-working men and women of this country, have been engaged in witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great America. Great Again movement. You remember it just like I do. Russia, Russia, Russia. The Mueller, ho- the Mueller hopes. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hopes one. Impeachment hopes two. The legal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid. And now this. He goes on to say, The Democrats have lied, cheated, and stole, stolen in their obsession with trying to get to get Trump, and now, as he refers to himself in third person, but now they've done the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. Never before in our nation's history has this been done, but Democrats have cheated countless times over the decades, including spying on my campaign, but weaponizing our our justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never been has never happened before, ever. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who was who has who was handpicked and funded by George Soros, is disgraced. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City, he's doing Joe he's doing Joe Biden's study work, ignoring the murders and burglaries and assaults he should be focused on. This is how Bragg spends his time. Exclamation mark. I believe his witch hunt will, buy, will backfire massively on Joe Biden. American people realize exactly what the radical left Democrats are doing here. Everyone can see it. So our movement and our party united and strong will first defeat Alvin Bragg. Then we will defeat Joe Biden and we're going to throw every last of one of these crooked Democrats out of office so we can make America graded. And that is uh, President, former President Donald Trump's statement. And I, I might have interrupted by saying, and he continues to say, uh, and he continues to say, or something, or, and he said, get Trump, uh, referring to him in third person. But that was a statement in, in, in uh, reaction to his indictment. So apparently, according to Fox News article on Apple Newsstand, Trump is to be arranged Tuesday without handcuffs, sources say. And after being, it says, the article continues to say, after being indicted by Manhattan grand jury, former President Donald Trump is expected to be arranged in court on Tuesday of April 4th, 2023. And law enforcement sources told Fox News. Judge Duan Merchant is a trial judge presiding over a case which stems from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's investigation to alleged hush money payments made Trump made to porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016. Trump is scheduled to be arranged at 2.15 p.m. Merchant's Court on courtroom on the 15th floor at 100 Central Street in New York City. Uh, let's see. 
In addition to Trump's personal attorney, Joe Tacopina, a second source has confirmed that Trump has made has made arrangements with DA's office, a legal team, to surrender without handcuffs. Detectives of the DA's office will handle the risk. Law enforcement agencies, including the U.S. Secret Service, New York Police Department, FBI, New York State Court officers, officers, and the DA's office will meet Friday or today. Or today, they to find details about logistics and security of Trump's arrest. The Secret Service will determine how Trump is brought in, for source familiar said. Sources previously told Fox News, Fox News that Bragg had requested that Trump surrender to his office Friday, or on March 31st, today. After grand jury voted him and indicted him Thursday evening, March 30th. But the Secret Service delayed his surrender. Pence, my former Vice President Mike Pence, cautioned House GP about investigating Manhattan DA's off a, a DA, Manhattan DA. He, according to standard politics, he says, I'm, quote, I'm somebody who believes in federalism, and as long as this DA is, I will check my spirit about the federal government becoming involved in even wrong headed local law enforcement or prosecutions. He told Fox News near Cavado in an interview, and and he can just he continues to say, "quote And so I'd want our friends and for Congress to be judicious about that, careful about that. They can certainly ask questions, but at the end of the day, I think there's this is a matter for American people see through. They see that politics is driving this decision. And then Stormy Daniels called according to CNN politics calls. Trump indictment about vindication, but says she fears for her safety. Uh, let's see. The grand jury indictment of former U.S. President Donald Trump was in vindication, monumental and epic. Adult film star or porn star Stormy Daniels told the British newspaper for Times. She also said she received a torrent of abuse within hours of indictment. That first time she was scared. Quote, the number of the number and the intensity is the same as it was the first time around, but this time it's straight up violent. She told it. She told someone that interviewed her, and she said, and then she continued to say it's especially scary because Trump himself is inciting violence, and encouraging it. Daniels was supposed to appear on Britain's talk TV for an exclusive interview with host Pierce Morgan today. March 31st, but Pierce Morgan wrote on his official Twitter account that Daniels had suddenly postponed the interview minutes before it was scheduled to begin due to security issues. And then CNN also continues to say media cameras are expected to capture Trump walking down a courthouse hallway Tuesday. Media camera... Former President Donald Trump is expected to walk down a hallway in view of media cameras on his way to a courtroom for his arrangement Tuesday, according to source familiar with the planning. It is unclear whether any cameras will be permitted in the courtroom during proceeding, prompted by a grand jury's indictment this week. Judge John Merchant would ultimately decide on courtroom media rules. He has historically denied media access requests and other high-profile cases like 
the Trump Organization trial last year. Merton did allow still photographers in the courtroom. However, for the organization's former CF- however, for the organization's former CFO Alan Weisenberger's sentencing in January. Uh, let's see. The key things to know about at Manhattan DA leading the probe into. I'm going to go into that later. Let's see. Uh, Trump was expected to, to surrender Tuesday and face arrangement. Catch on uh, catch up on key developments in this indictment. Trump faces more than thirty counts. Supposedly, he likes, he faces more than thirty counts. That's according to CNN. Thirty counts related to business fraud and indictment. CNN has reported it remains under seal, means that the SAT charges are not yet public. The former president is expected. To be arranged in Manhattan Criminal Court next Tuesday, around 2.15 p.m., two sources with knowledge amounted to seeing it, tell seeing it. Uh, let's see. The indict- what happens after an indictment? The indictment. When someone is indicted, the charges are sometimes kept under seal until the defense first appearance in court. The charges that the grand jury proved against former President Donald Trump are currently not public. Surrounding. In some cases, arrangements are made with defendants on their lawyers for self-surrender or voluntarily turning themselves in to law enforcement. Trump will la- likely be allowed to turn himself in voluntarily. His, tra- his travel will need to be coordinated with Secret Service and other law enforcement agencies. The first appearance. First appearances are usually public proceedings with, with their First appearance in court, defendants are usually booked and fingerprinted. Defendant will learn more about the rights, the charges, and release conditions, such as travel restrictions. The arrangement. Multiple t- sources towards CNN, the former president is suspected to, to appear in court Tuesday for his arrangement. If a first appearance is awesome arrangement, a plea deal is a plea is suspected to be entered. The use of security measures the Secret Service will implement for Tuesday's Trump court hearing. The U.S. Secret Service hasn't played a role in negotiations between the Trump lawyers and Manhattan DA over former President Donald Trump's Tuesday court appearance, a person reported to Mara said. The Secret Service has, has limited its involvement in coordinating secret security arrangements, which have been in the works for weeks. The agency is using its standard protocols, which means Secret Service employees will test the magnetometers at the cross to ensure they are up to Secret Service standards. The plans, which have already been worked out, include Secret Service employees at magnetometers before Trump arrives. They will enforce distance requirements to make sure no one comes close to the former president. His detail will be with him as he is processed, fingerprinted, and photographed for mugshots. At this point, the former president isn't expected to be handcuffed as he will be surrounded 
by armed federal agents for his protection. Trump will travel to New York on Monday ahead of court appearance on Tuesday, sources say. And then President Biden has repeatedly declined to comment on the indictment of former President Donald Trump as he departed the White House uh, on, on March 30, 31st, 2023. And the White House, I believe, was not, was not given a notice, a heads up about the Trump indictment. Apparently, I did see. So, uh, where is it? Who is Alvin Bratt? What to know about the Manhattan DA? Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bratt's office has been investigating former President Trump over hush money payments made leading up to the 2016 presidential election. On Tuesday, let's see, it talks about who is Alvin Bragg. Anyway, Alvin Bragg, born in Harlem, New York, Bragg is the 37th district attorney elected in Manhattan and the first black Manhattan district attorney in the history of the office. He took over for retiring district attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. as the fourth elected district attorney in Manhattan in the last eight decades. Bragg's office prosecutes nearly all criminal cases in Manhattan and is staffed by about 500 lawyers. Previously, he served as an assistant attorney general at the New York State Attorney General's office and, is, and as an assistant U.S. attorney for South, Southern District of New York. Bragg ended his service in the State Attorney General's office as chief deputy attorney general. After his government service and before being sworn in as, as DA, Bragg was a visiting professor of law and co-director of a racial pro- justice pro- project at New York Law School. Uh, so that's a little about Bragg. Okay, so let's get to the and let's. I'm gonna get to the points that need to be made and that you need to understand about this about Trump, former President Donald Trump being indicted this week on Thursday, March 30th, 2023. So he was indicted, and and what people were saying even before this, at least some people in the were saying about this is that this was this indict this part was saying this case, if he was going to be indicted, uh, was the least severe, possibly the least se- intense, the least, least severe uh, case, legal case that he has going on. It says more of this for, for the Georgia legal case, versus the Justice Department legal case against him with later January 6th. And there's some other cases in New York ongoing with for, for with president, former President Donald Trump. But that's just a small that's just what people were saying about it before it, this indictment happened. So let's just get one thing right and let's get one thing straight. I know some other people 
and some of the Republican or some of the conservatives and who do who have podcasts will say, "Oh, no president, sh- no president should be prosecuted or indicted." I mean, I get that, but let's just one thing straight: they're not going to say that no president is above the law, which I believe they might not say that. But I'm going to say it tonight in this episode that no president is above the law, and that is true, especially in this circumstance, because if this is prosecuted to the fullest and Trump is in, uh, criminally prosecuted, and it turns out he can't he can't run for president any longer, then Americans have been Americans will be surprised to to learn then they'll have to vote for someone else and for the Republican presidential uh, nomination in twenty twenty four. But that's that might be time that might be just a year or two away. So right now, uh, we don't know when the trial would take place if it's if it's even go to, if it's even going to go to a trial. But Trump is suspected to be arranged in for his indictment next Tuesday, April fourth, twenty twenty three. And and Trump should be arranged like just like any other American would be, except for being arrested being handcuffed because he has Secret Service, his FBI, he will have all the federal government practically a lot of the federal, the federal uh, law enforcement agencies surrounding him, including the Secret Service, when he's going to be arranged for his arrangement, his legal arrangement, relating to his indictment this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. But this, I mean, I don't think any American wants. I mean, some people in the media, like Democrats and MSNBC, I believe, do have wanted Trump to be politically prosecuted and criminally prosecuted for a long, long, long time. Since maybe he wrote since maybe since he ran for he since he ran to be pre- to be elected president of the United States in twenty sixteen. But that's just as what my opinion is because of how Democrats have seen him as a threat to democracy since he ran for office. And there's facts to back that up. I get. I believe it are, but at the same time, it's hard to just. It's hard to not see the Republicans' point in that a 240-year president was broken by Manhattan DA's office and the Manhattan grand jury indicting Trump uh, criminally and hush money. Stormy Daniels scheme. So this is also such another present that a former, that for the first time in American history, a former president of the United States, uh, it has been criminally indicted with criminal charges, and he will be read his 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 rights in court, and he will have to enter a plea deal, just like any American and criminal has will. Has to do because he is same as any American. He just ran the country for four years, 
even though people may not like it, he was president for United of the United States during the years he was elected for. And you may not like him, but he was president of the United States. So we have to just let this process play out. And it's crazy to think that as a former president of the United States for the first time in American history was criminally indicted, indicted on with, with criminal char, criminal charges. But this happened, and we have to come to reality with it. And I get the House, the House Republicans, uh, and the Judiciary Committee, or any of the House Republicans wanting to investigate the DA's Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg with relating to the Trump indictment. Because they thought this case was the least severe legally for Trump. But, I mean, if they, if they can go after Manhattan DA, I believe, any way they want. But I don't think it's going to change anything for Trump legally if if he's criminally prosecuted further down the road relating to this indictment. So, this is something to watch out for. It is House Republicans... And Congress are going to want to investigate the indictment and and Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, laying to this indictment because they threat they see this indictment as a as the only way that Trump is going to be reelected in 2024 to be reelected to be next president of the United States, basically. Because a lot of people see this as a way that Trump. People that might have voted for Trump in 2016 but didn't vote for him in 2020 are going to vote for him this time because they see this as just a witch. They could see this as a political prosecution against former President Donald Trump. I can see that too because honestly, he was, he's been hunt like Democrats, even though they may have been right with a generous, uh, they may have been right with some of the prosecution. Uh, political prosecution, like the second, like the second uh, impeachment trial against former President Trump, and after Jameson's insurrection, with the first one, uh, the first impeachment trial against former President Trump, I'm still unsure about that one of Ukraine and election interference, but they have been, they could have been right with with how Trump has been interfering with. About this political prosecution, but they they have a right to prosecute someone like Trump politically. I mean, in a way, politically. But anyway, so how so Democrats are going to go? Are have been wanting this for a long time, and so and they have. I mean, they have an argument, and they have. I can see how their argument is right about how Trump needed to be prosecuted politically. For a long time since he came out of office, it's even even Robert Mueller said when he was investing Trump in the Trump administration or Trump's uh, campaign relating to Russia Russian collusion, he said that any president of the United States can be not can, cannot be prosecuted. So they were waiting. Even Alvin Bragg was waiting to prosecute Trump. After Trump left office, so this has been waiting for some time to happen because they literally said, even Robert, 
I mean, as I just said, Robert Moore and all the people media know, and they should understand that Trump cannot, a sitting, for, a sitting president of the United States cannot be prosecuted. So now that he's, since he's been out of office since January 21st, 2021, he was, he's been literally liable to be held prosecuted, to be prosecuted politically and criminally for any chargeable crimes he he could be charged with. So this is a big time look in political history, and it's just, I mean, we could, basically, Republicans could easily, Democrats could have, could have, could possibly just have handed the presidency of the current of America to Donald Trump. Even and yes, I mean I see articles saying that he could be, he could campaign and he still could be elected president of the United States, even if he's criminally prosecuted, or even if he's in jail, he could still become president of the United States in the twenty twenty four presidential election. The United States. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot of questions about if he can still campaign, even if he's in jail or prison, and if they were to go try that fast, which, I mean, we don't know that about that part yet. So there's a lot to it. We really just have to keep up with it as it develops. Now, I'll be doing more episodes soon about this because I was, wa- I was waiting to do an episode about this like last week, but I didn't want to give you guys some mis- mi- uh, wrong facts or misinterpretations of it because I did not know what was coming. I was trying to prepare you guys for it, but I wasn't sure how to do an episode without for actual facts. So here's the, today's episode is basically a breakdown and all, with all the facts relating to it, and I'm trying to analyze it today. To best my ability to give you guys great, great breakdown of relating to Trump, former President Donald Trump being indicted in Manhattan by the Manhattan D Manhattan DA DA's office and a Manhattan grand jury, and this is I mean, nobody would have predicted this like fifteen to twenty years ago. Or before 2016, nobody would have predicted this. Predicted this. Or even before January 6th insurrection and on January 6th, 2021, nobody would have predicted. I mean, before that and January 6th insurrection, nobody would have predicted this. I mean, some people, if they knew that Trump was going to run in 2016, uh, in the beginning of 2016, they could have predicted this. But nobody could have predicted, I mean, people could have predicted this, people predicting, predicting this since Trump, that Trump is going to be criminally uh, indicted or prosecuted since he left office. So we knew something was going to develop, we just didn't know when, when it was and everything. So, I mean, it's just mind-blowing, I mean, it's not, it is mind-blowing a little bit, but it's it's the truth of matter within the legal system that a Former president, former president of the United States can be can be criminally indicted and prosecuted. So it is just a, within the legal rights of justice system. I believe that this can be done, and and 
America and any country in the United States. So we just have to accept it. And I know there's going to be Trump supporters out there and Republican supporters, Republicans and supporters of the Republican Party who are not going to accept it right away. But we all see that Alvin Bragg, recognized that Alvin Bragg has been wanting to prosecute Trump since he beca- since he became since he was sworn in as the Manhattan DA, but that doesn't necessarily uh, that's not to separate the fact that no no person is above the law, not even including a former president of the United States. So that's all I have to say about this matter. And next, I will be getting into the other he- political headlines that you might have missed from last week or so. So, here are the political headlines, the other political headlines you might have missed from last week or so, the last two or three weeks since the last time I did a polit- since I did a po- political podcast episode of American Political Paradise. So, here I go. According to CNN's politics, Social Security will not be able to pay full benefits in 2034 if Congress doesn't act soon. And then majority of Americans don't think college degree is worth it cost, according to a poll. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, a Democrat of, Pens- of Pennsylvania, of course, is to, is to return to the Senate the week of April 17th, according to news reports. 57% of people say, uh, in a poll, from within a poll, say, well, recently released polls say any criminal charges should disqualify Trump from re-election bid. And then Kentucky, Kentucky lawmakers and the state legislature override veto by the, by the governor, Andy Bishar, I think, of transgender bill targeting youth. Secretary of State Anthony, Anthony Blinken was subpoenaed, subpoenaed or served a subpoena by top Republicans, top Republican investigating, top Republican in the House of House of Representatives investigating Biden administration withdrawal from Afghanistan. Senator Elizabeth Warren is running for her for her U.S. for her third U.S. Senate term in 2024. U.S. a a Democrat or U.S. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, a Democrat who is right now in the House of Representatives in Congress, is running to be the next mayor of Houston, Texas. And then in some other news, politically, Idaho governor recently signed a, recently signed a bill allowing execution by a firing squad. For a, former, a former Florida lawmaker pleads, pleaded guilty in a COVID-19 loan, loan fraud case. On March 14, 2023, it was confirmed Rep- Republican Representative George Santos fired a filled paperwork for him to run for re-election in 2024 election. And then in, fin- in the final headline, on March 23rd, 2023, TikTok CEO faced questions about TikTok's about TikTok 
But yeah, for house lawmakers, since there's a since there's growing bipartisan support for a TikTok ban in the US to get to ban the app. So those are the political headlines you might have missed. You could have not you didn't you might not you might have missed or you didn't hear about that within the la- from the last week and like the last two weeks or so. So I just want to wrap up this episode by saying thank you for listening to this political podcast. I really do hope you have learned something about United States politics, about politics in general, while listening to this episode. Again, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a good day, great day, and may God bless America, even in this, in the, in these troubling times, and these, not, well, you can say troubling, but even these uncertain times we live in, in America. So, have again, have a great day. And may God bless America.